Welcome to another episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. We're on season four, number episode number 51. Today's the sports edition, Andy. Yeah. Uh, we're your host, Dan and Andy. Uh, today is October 30th. We're the eve of Halloween. Halloween Eve tonight. Which is Andy. Halloween is, of course, All Saints Day Eve. Yes. And so it's it's coming up. We've got a lot of fun things here coming uh, down the pike. Includes, including in the next couple of weeks here, a new uh, season five season premiere yeah. for season five. But uh, let's start off. It's a sports edition. We got yeah. a lot of NBA, NHL, hockey, football, college football, pro football, high school sports, Kirk Cousins. high school sports, Dan, high school prep brackets, talking brackets, state brackets. Not yet the prep bowl, but we're going to be into the we're state pre- tournament. Yes, here. talking some brackets for some sports. Up. Yeah. Let's start off with a trivia right. question. On this day, 30 years ago, on, the, which, uh, on this day, 30 years ago, which team, <coughs> NHL team lost their first game of the regular season? Okay. First game. Now we're, what are we, 10, 11, 12 games in right. the season? So some teams have to have a big run to start with. Which in hockey is hard because the ties and everything else. That's hard to do. 30 years ago, what was the team that got off to a 10-0 start with no ties? 10-0. and yeah. No ties. no ties. That was 30 years ago today. That streak was snapped. But, but Andy, let's get forward onto your sports information because um, I'll chip I'll chip in as I can here. We've got some good yeah, sports. We've got the World Series, Spartan. But I, know we've got a um, I don't know the graphic for it, but I just – Connie and I are the only two that had Texas and Arizona in the, in the World Series. Mark oh, that's right. Yes. Connie and I are not one to toot our own horns, but toot, toot. Um, she's tough. I had Texas winning. Connie had Arizona winning. We our bet. Our bet is for the the prime parking spot out in the parking lot to see who gets the one by the door for the winter. Okay. So, yes, it's always good. It's always freshly salted yeah. there in the in the ice. Yeah, so I got some fun facts about the World Series coming up. Tied at a game apiece, so these stats will still be kind of cool. Here we go. The number six seed in the National League has advanced to the World Series in each of the first two seasons since the playoffs extended to 12 teams. So it's the sixth has won. okay? Yes. Has made the World Series. That's the uh, – okay. okay. So that's a fun, fun fact. I like Madison it. Madison Baumgartner of Arizona wins will still get a ring because he started the year there, and he's the highest-paid guy on the roster. And he got DFA'd in April. Oh my! So take your take your Bob McBenia jokes and your Ken Griffey Jr. jokes. Mad Bomb's gonna get a fourth ring if Arizona wins, and he ain't played since April. Wow! Rangers and Diamondbacks combined for 174 regular season wins. That's the fewest combined totals in a full season in a World Series matchup. So there's that one. Now, and now remember. If you go back early in the year, were you and I not too tooting Arizona's horn? I'm saying they're pretty good. Watch for them. I didn't think well, they'd make it this far, but we said, said keep an eye on them. You had said several times early going that, you know, uh, the Dodgers were expected to kind of run away right. with it. And then first couple months of the season, you said, you know, the Diamondbacks are leading or still leading the division and eventually rolled into second place. But they stayed up there. That was no fluke. Yeah. They were a team to watch, like you said, in early May did, or uh, mid-April, I think. Yeah, is what I didn't think they'd make it this far, but I always said keep my eye on them. So, yeah, I never, I for one, never thought that they'd be up there uh, at all. And um, 
Wow. First time since 2016, the World Series has not had Houston and or Los Angeles in it. Okay. That's for a seven-year run. That's pretty nice. Oh. Okay. The 2023 well, Diamondbacks joined the 87 Twins as the only team to have a negative regular season run differential and make the World Series. 87 Twins did go on to win the World Series. Yes, very strange yeah. to see that. Uh, rare, very rare. And here's the teams who have had a two years, 100 loss season to make the World Series afterwards. Cars got the 69 Mets, the 08 Rays, 67 Red Sox. Yeah, Boston was double price, big deal. They don't count. Um, the 08 Rays, and then this year, both teams two years ago had 100 losses. And if you look back at it, two years ago. 15, 20 years ago, the Tigers wow. did the same thing where they just dumped everybody. And that's when they brought up Scherzer, Verlander, all those great pitching studs that Detroit had for a while. Houston, back in the early 2010s, 2012s, dumped everybody and brought up rookies. And look where they are now. So kind of going good right now. And here you go. If you're into coincidences. The Arizona Diamondbacks had their ace in 2001 hit a bird. Their ace this year hit a bird. All dates of the World Series games in 2001 are the exact same dates as this year's 2023. 2001, the last time the Diamondbacks okay. won. The All-Star game both years was in Seattle. George Bush threw out the okay. first pitch at both World Series. Oh, okay. So what we've got here, we've got one, four. two, four. Four statistics that were exact. And one that I've seen since then, in both 2001 and this year, the Diamondbacks won game two, nine to one. Just saying. Okay. And here, Michael Conforto will join the list of players who have played in Little League, College, and now the World Series. There's three guys there. Very tough to do that. No matter how good you are. Yeah. The chances for the stars to align, it's unreal to see that. Now, Tommy Pham, ex-Met, had a chance to become the first player to go five for five in a World Series game, and he didn't. He asked the coach to let his buddy um, get in that bat. Stand-up guy. Everybody said, Tommy Pham, what a guy, what a guy. Ex-Met, what a guy, what a guy. What they're forgetting to show you is – he was four for four on second base, fell asleep, and got thrown out at second after an out. And the benches weren't very happy with him. So I'm pretty sure since he was DHing, it didn't take a lot of convincing from him to the coach going, No, let someone else bat. I'm sure, coach was like, Not a problem. Mm. But still, it makes yeah, for a, good yeah, a chance story. to go five for five. But you know what? I guess I look at it this way. If I was him, and I'm not saying this because he was a Met or I'd like him, I could. No offense, I can give two licks either way what Tommy Pham does. But I'm looking at as a professional as the athlete. I can let this guy who might not get an at-bat in this World Series, and we're here, he get a shot to have an at-bat. I'm five for five. How many guys have these, okay, ridiculous, odd, dumb stats in the World Series, and they're an average player? Oh, this guy sold third base three times in a game. Great, he sold six bases his whole career. Whoop, you know. There's so many of these odd stats that he just didn't want to be lost in the shuffle. He'd rather have his buddy get in that bat. So I thought that was kind of cool. Okay, that's pretty good. NASCAR, speaking of playoffs and World Series, Ryan Blaney won the last race the other day on the sat on the Sunday there. 
to lock up his spot in the final four, which is Blaney, Bell, Larson, and William Byron. Those are your final four that will race next Sunday at 3 o'clock Eastern, 2 Central from Phoenix. Now, not just those four guys are in. It's still a full track of 30-some racers. But of those four, whoever has the most points is your NASCAR Cup champion this year. It kind of okay. works out where everybody else kind of, I don't want to say they back off and let those four fight for it. Because there's still other guys going for bonus money and team points, and they're just a dick and don't want anyone else to win. You know, they're just gamers. So it's still going to be a fun, exciting race, but you're just going to really be watching four guys a lot to focus on. So if your favorite racer is a Chase Elliott or a Denny Hamlin, you might not hear their name a lot. They'll focus on just these four. So just fair warning on that. Okay, fair enough. Injury report. There it is. My second favorite Viking picture of all time. The other one is Brett Favre laying on the training table and New Orleans getting the smelling salts. Yes. Uh, Torn Achilles. Um, that's probably the last time you see Cousins in a Viking jersey, unless he just wears it on the sidelines because he's kind of an egomaniac. But he will not be back next year. So do we go with what we got now because you're four and four and see what the backup has? Do you trade for a vet and try to do something? Like I said, or let the backup go and play for the draft pick next year? Who knows? Yeah, you, you brought up a good point. I'm not I'm not sure if you're going to uh, mention it later, but, you know, the trade deadline. Um, tomorrow. Were you going to talk no, about that? Tomorrow is the trade deadline for the NFL, so now the Vikes are big-time players. Um, to a point, and this is what I'm saying, and I'm trying not to sound negative on the Vikes. I'm just trying to be real here. Do you just tell John Jefferson to take the rest of the year off and get healthy? Is there any need for him to really come back? Just saying. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to ruin the Vikes. I'm just make sure you are 110%. You get healthy. If you want to come back the last few weeks, because whoever our backup is we put in, we plan on having our quarterback next year. We want you guys to get some reps. Fine. If you're just going to have this guy yeah, go through this, the motions and get a new quarterback next year, tell Jefferson to take the year off. Well, you know, Tanner Morgan is available. He's available. Carson Wentz is available. Yeah. And so the, the, the timing is interesting here because typically I think, Andy, you would bring in your your backup quarterback and there would be no, um, you know, yep. no no dispute. You bring up your backup and that's it. And you, and you play them for a couple of weeks and – you know, something good or, or bad happens, who knows? Then you also have a third stringer. You can also sign somebody. You can also pick up a free agent. But because it's so close to the trade deadline, the Vikings are are in the hunt, you know, for potentially, not that they will, but there's some big, uh, good, good, big names out there. Now, not that they want to do that or not, we don't Ryan know. Ryan Tannehill uh, is out there. That's why I think it's brought up. But, yeah, it's still a shot to your second uh, backup quarterback because that he's now the guy. That's what he's been training to do. That's why he takes – the reps that's why he's on uh you know does this they're in all the same meetings as all the quarterbacks um it's not like there's going to be a big drop off as far as talent they're still in the nfl then, not many quarterbacks can say that and they know the vikings are kind of hosed right now too with the trade deadline so you're really like oh you're kind of desperate right now aren't you yeah so there's there's always um you know, free agents out there, um, and you pick up someone like that, and sure, it's it's going to take a couple of weeks to 
to learn the playbook. The Vikings have a pretty tough playbook. So it's going to take a couple weeks, no matter who you sign, to figure things out. And by, by that time, it's going to be December. Uh, you know, I mean, it's going to be late in the season and you're already four and four record. Now, that being said, Detroit's only has five wins and they're playing right now in Monday Night right. Football. But it's it's interesting dilemma. Um, I think it's and fair enough. Do you just let this kid run? This will be God or what? I think it's um, yeah, Cousins is done in a Vikings jersey. I mean, that, that picture right there is probably the last time we'll see him in a Vikings um, uniform. You know, it's a sad thing. I don't want to say you tank the year, but you let that kid see what he's got. If you think you're going to go with him, you have Jefferson come back for the last few games just so they get some work together. Who knows? If you decide, like, you know, you bring in somebody else for a band-aid for the year, about Jefferson, see how you're doing. But that's some big decisions they got right now. Yeah. Speaking of injuries, if you saw wrestling the other day, Brian Danielson did get his orbital bone broken in a match. So he is out for the rest of the year, at least. Um, calendar year, not like season year. They don't have seasons here. Um, and he did make a promise to his daughter when she hit a certain birthday, he'd, re- he'd slow back his schedule and she's coming up on that birthday. Because this is a second major injury this year. Broken arm, he was just coming back from that. Orbital broken. Maybe it's a sign, Brian. Just you've had a good run, buddy. Just it might be, and, and yeah. yeah, there's no wrong answer. It's not like an orbital bone, or a, it's like oh, that's your third knee injury. It's not like you had a weak orbital and broke it twice before. It was a freak shot, broke the orbital. You know, so it's not like he rebroke the same arm again or something. They've been just both freak injuries. So we'll see what happens there. All right, here we go. Adam Johnson, a lot of you around here in Minnesota have heard the story of this young man. Uh, high school kid from Minnesota, played at UMD, uh, had a cup of coffee in the NHL, died tragically in a game in England. He was in an England team over there trying to come back, um, was just about to get engaged. His girlfriend was going there. Um, we're not going to show the video because it's gross, and we don't do that. But you can look it up and see it. Um, he was skating down. He was kind of standing upright like he is in that picture, as you see there. Another player fell, his feet came up, and his foot went right under his right where his neck is there. So you're seeing this more and more often in hockey. And it's just because their guys are getting bigger and faster and stronger. Blades are sharper. Do they need to wear a suit of armor helmet? No, that's just uncomfortable. You need a little maybe something to hang there, like a goalie mask more instead of that mask. Maybe. But still, the way you're moving in that thin blade doesn't need much room to get under there. So, unfortunately, just a freak accident. And thoughts and prayers to him and his family. Wow. Some more sports news here. Colorado State got a 15-yard penalty for fans throwing snowballs on the field. Just when you think you've seen it all. I've seen. So I've seen this meme. That was pretty good. So is that a? Is that a penalty on the it's bench? Probably, or what they do they call, call it a bench penalty, yeah. Okay. So. Uh, trade free agent rumors in baseball kind of tie into both of our teams here in the one story. That's in Twins. The Cubs are said to be the one of the biggest players of free agency trade markets this offseason. They've made it clear that they'd like to re-sign Cody Bellinger, but have also 
said that if, if he went elsewhere, they could trade him, sign a release for somebody else, they would. Pete Alonso is one of those names that the Mets that the Cubs are talking to. And Cody Bellinger's name has come up in talks coming to the Twins. So maybe it'd be a snowball. If Alonzo leaves the Mets and goes to the Cubs. Does Bellinger come here? Does the Cubs sign both of them and open the checkbook and go for it? Who knows? Football stuff. Let's talk about local colleges. Gophers win. Beat Sparty. And the Big Ten West, they're game out. We're coming. Here we go. Surprisingly, Nebraska at three and two, four and one, you know, three and two, five and three overall. Kind of scary there, right there. But it's going to get exciting. Like we said earlier, it's going to be a dogfight for these teams. We just didn't think Nebraska would be playing with us. But here we go. Yeah, I think that, you know, we've the Northwestern game is done. We've got Purdue. I think this week and then Illinois, and then which is nice because you've got two easier schedules. And then you got Ohio State, and then you finish with uh, Wisconsin. So I think there's four games left for the Gophers. They go three and one. They're sitting again. pretty good. Yeah, they're sitting pretty good as far as how it looks here. But a couple losses into the season, um, you know, I think a lot of people gave up on the Gophers. So even though they're up there in the standings for the West, I don't think I think a lot of the followers uh, went bye bye. Yep. Buys them back on their winning ways again. And in their division, they're sitting down there. You know, one, two, three, four, five, six. So it's going to be a tough tough battle for them to get up there. But go Bison. And the Beavs won. The Beavs won. Fought off. University of Minnesota Duluth, the fourth. And the and the Beavs is either in second place. There's three teams, seven one overall, or seven one in the conference. Augustana and Minnesota State eight and one overall. And if you look at that, Beavs are right there. And they have Moorhead, and then they go to Sioux Falls play Augustana, who's the top team. So right for the playoffs. So basically a playoff game before the playoffs in a way. So good luck to the Beavs. Breaking news, NHL suspended a guy for 41 games for gambling. Shane Pinto, ah, there's your player right there, got suspended for gambling. Sources say NHL suspended Senators restricted free agent Shane Pinto is for sports betting-related activity, which would make it the first suspension for sports gambling in league history. NHL made a statement. Um, now we'll get that blown up here more for you. Later, league sources say Pinto's online gambling account in the United States was flagged by a company that is a partner of the league because of unusual activity and it conducted at NHL's head office recently. Uh, NHL investigators said that Pinto came as a result of a red flag from irregular sweeps that, revolved, that revealed that Pinto Connection to a third party or proxy better. So unlike Pete Rose, who bet on the Reds or baseball, this guy was probably betting on baseball, football, horses, who knows. But can't do that. And naughty, 41 games. And just to put it in perspective, you don't know hockey, 41 games, it's an 82-game season. So Yeah, that's, that's half the year. Half the year gone. So we'll see what comes of that. 
And this concerning, so I was now. Does it have to do with the fact that team in Vegas? No, but there's more people out there trying to get dollars. We'll see. Minnesota boys and girls soccer state tournament is going on. Continues tomorrow. Here we go. Class boy, 3A. Wyzetta, Woodbury, Maple Grove, and Park. Park took Tonka out. Tonka was the three seed. So you got one, four, two, and random draw playing in the 3A. 2A, Orono, the one seed, five, De La Salle over Worthington. St. Cloud Tech, the random, random draw wins there again. And Hillbury, the two seed wins. So there we go. One against five, two against random draw. And thank God we got the A's. They play by the rules. One, two, three, and four, all one, just like they should have. Okay. So St. Cloud Cathedral will play Park Island, Zambroda, Minota. And then Holy Family will play St. Paul Academy. Girls 3A. Cake Eaters are one. Andover wins as a four seed. On the other side, Wyzetta, two wins. The Maple Grove is the random draw. Beats the three-seed White Bear Lake area. So there's your girls' 3A brackets. These games are tomorrow, then finishing up over the weekend. 2A, one-seed Academy of Holy Angels, one, will face four to Tino Grace. The other side, you have Bedell and Margaret at two, facing number three, Winona. There you go. 2A played by the rules, as did 1A. Providence against St. Paul Academy. Other side, Southwest Christian against St. Charles. St. Charles. Wow. Some football stuff. Let's go over the rankings here. Um, the 6A, the, they've started their tournaments. They're all kind of breaking down. But here's how the rankings went. Edina, and I, you'll see this later on while I'm showing these instead of the brackets because a lot of the brackets aren't filled out yet for their sections because you got to win each section to go down, unlike the 6A tournament, which is uh, – 32-team draw. But here's the seedings as of last week. Edina, or I'm sorry, Ian Prairie at one. Lakeville North and South, both 7-1, and one, along with Centennial. Handful of 6-2 and two teams. <clears throat> so there we go for those. Now is when the fun begins here. 5A. Chanhassen, 8-0. Mankato West, 7-1 is the two seed, or ranked second. Alexandria area, 8-0, and only third. Then you got a bunch of seven ones. Andover, Rogers, Brainerd, Bloomington, Jefferson. So looking like a good tournament there for 5A. 4A, you only got Becker 8-0. Hutch is 6-2, and, and they're ranked second. Cass and Martinville 7-1, and, and they're only third. So a lot of these teams were still lost recently. Orono 7-1. Mondos Tonka 7-1. So a lot of good teams there in 4A. <coughs> Here we go three. You got three undefeated teams, Stewartville, Elsco, and Annandale. And everybody else and their brothers at 7-1. Litchfield, Dilworth, North, Dassel, Pucato, Fairmont, Pequot Lakes, and Rockford. So good, good matchups there. These are all rankings based on your friends at the Star Tribune. 2A, three eight-nos, four eight-nos, five, six, seven. Look at all the eight-nos. Six is eight-no teams. Jackson County Central, 9-0. Then a few 7-1s to throw out. So that's why I like the smaller schools here. You get all these undefeated teams and just great matchups. 
1A, Miniota, Fair Fillmore, Minoman, the 80880, Bold 71. Bold's always in there. Mayor Lutheran at 6 and 2 is ranked ninth. So we'll see if they can pull something off here in the playoffs. And the nine man, all these undefeateds and seven to ones. Now, a lot of it from 3A down, it's a lot of undefeateds because there's not much competition. But I don't care if you're playing the junior high teams all the time. Go 8 0 is tough. And then you get the playoff. Cool. You got other guys who have a chip on their shoulder at 8 0. So we'll see how all that works out. And that, sir, is all I got. That's all I got, man. Yeah, a lot of um, football action in those playoff games are going to be fun now. Uh, the fun thing with football, it's all single elimination yep. once again. And um, they go, and it just it's going to trim down. The section winners of the sections of each of these classes are you're really in the state tournament right. at that point, although the prep bowl – People like to think of the prep bowls, what you want to try to get to and try to shoot for. That's just the last couple of games, the semifinals and the finals is, is the prep bowl. You're still, if you're winning right now, you are in the state. If you win your section, you are state bound. So keep that in mind. Like I said, soccer, uh, big time going on now, and football. So we've got some sports, right? We've got some things going on in the in uh, Major League Baseball. It's a World Series game three tonight. National Football League, Monday Night Football. The one thing we did have this last week is, you know, I did cover a little bit of the of the Roy Hobbs tournament. I'm going to be doing a bonus uh, episode on that. Uh, this last week was the 45 age group and up. But the previous week, we've got some Minnesota news in the 35 plus. The Minnesota team, the Minnesota Web Gems, won the 4A, the big bracket in the Roy Hobbs 35 plus, which is usually made up of teams from Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, uh, you know, all over the place. Uh, very, very tough to win. The Minnesota Web Gems, not a team locally here, but a group that's that's made up of Minnesota players, won that. Uh, not only got to, that, to the 4A bracket and did nice. well, but won it. The other Minnesota team called the Blenders got third, and the HPK Oilers that have been going there for many, many years uh, got, got fourth. So of the eight teams that make the top bracket in this highly competitive 35-plus age tournament, it's like a – it's turned into like town ball uh, baseball down there Yeah, for this 35-plus. A lot of good guys are going down there that have never gone down before or have never thought of it or never wanted to go down. They're playing, and it's very, very competitive. Uh, congratulations to the Minnesota Web Gems. Uh, that was the team that won it all. Now, the all-tournament team was announced. I got one uh, question today. One question. Local. Now, see, these aren't only guys that came up through town ball. These would be like from the Northwoods League and these other minor leagues we have in Minnesota also, right? These guys are eligible for those teams? Okay. It could be, yes. It's it's mainly okay. going to be town ball players, though. You could have some some guys like that. You could have some okay. Northwoods leagues, but normally they're like that. So the Web Gems, uh, who's playing, a lot of these teams are also in the, in the Minnesota yep. Federal League. We talk about that a lot, uh, the top players in the Federal League. Uh, a lot of these top teams are also going to Arizona, which is held also the same okay. the same week. And I believe a Minnesota team won that whole thing there in Arizona too. So some very good progress in these tournaments for Minnesota teams. Minnesota teams are really known for bringing three, four, five, six teams down to some of these tournaments from the north. Um, sometimes doing well, sometimes not doing well, but 
there's always a lot of teams that come down. Uh, but this year, the Minnesota team won it in, in Florida. And I think they won it in the Arizona for the 35 plus. That's the most competitive group that there is. And if you come out of there with two wins, I think it was the Minoka Grays who won in Arizona, the team that won the fight okay. this year. Uh, now back to the, the Roy Hobbs, the all-tournament team was announced. Uh, people that we talk about here on the show, Waconia, Waconia Lakers uh, player on the roster, Jeremy Salden was on the all-tournament team. Chris Bazo, all-tournament team. Those are both uh, backups on the, on the Waconia Lakers Class C amateur baseball team here in Waconia. But they go down there, they're named to the all-tournament team in a very competitive group and three teams of the top four in the 35 plus are Minnesota based teams. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. So hats off to those guys. It's a very hard thing to do uh, when you reach that level to get that far, but, uh, but, but, uh, but fun stuff. So last thing is a trivia yes. question, right? Then I got a couple notes after that. Go ahead. The answer. So the trivia question was 30 years ago today, what team snapped their 10-0 winning streak in the NHL? Uh, so just go back 30 years, it's 1993. What team started off 10-0 and got beat? The you know, stars. do you have an answer? I don't know if it was North Stars or Dallas Stars at the time. No. It was the the answer, if you guessed correctly, was a Toronto Maple Leafs started the season 10-0-0. Oh, wow. Very rare to do. Their 11th game, they got beat. That was 30 years ago today. They lost that uh, their first game of the year. Really tough to do. I couldn't find anything better. You know, you think with all this baseball and World Series going on now, we would. But it is hockey season. You know, we got to throw uh, some hockey stuff. It is. We've got to. got to bring that up. So that's what I've got for sports Speaking this week. Any hockey, other tidbits? Professional Women's Hockey League has started. There's three Canadian teams, two on the East Coast, and Minnesota. And the Minnesota team name is the Minnesota Superior. Minnesota Superior for women's hockey. So watch for that. So not not with an S. No, not with a plural. The Minnesota Superior. Which is the thing for sports. They're going to just the singular. I like it. (coughs) I like it. I like it. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. So next week, by this time, the World Series should Um, be done, right? We we should have an answer on the deadline for the NFL. Yes. Well, the World Series champion. It potentially. We'll find out between Connie and I who gets a good parking spot. We'll find that out for sure. Now, the other thing that I, I was following that I'll put a little more of emphasis into next week is the Arizona Fall yeah. League for baseball. Mm-hmm. Arizona Fall League. Uh, our Twins farm system, very own Aaron Sabato, it hit his sixth home run in the Fall League already today. You know, they only play a. I think it's a three or four weeks. Yeah, it's really season. Like a 25, 30 game five season, weeks. Yeah, it's it's yeah, I think it's four four weeks. So tough to hit. The the home run leaders are usually, you know, four or five, six home runs. And now he's got six already. Um uh, so twins are doing well there with their the other players that are down there in that fall league are also doing very well. I don't have the name and the stats, but Sabato, uh, first baseman. No, so that's a big prospect coming up for first base. Now we already have Kirloff. Right, uh, unless they do something with center field, we're looking in, for a center fielder. Bellinger. We don't like Michael A. Taylor, is that his name? Michael A. Taylor, they're not that high on him to be the full time guy. Buxton, who knows, he's just gonna be a full time DH now. What his situation is, 
They could so go after a guy like that, center fielder. Bellinger. Here's my oh. question, though, and nothing against Kirilov. You're paying all this money to Buxton. Can you move him to first base? I mean, good question. And then you got four man, the because a lot of teams go to the four man outfielders and the fourth guys usually your DH. You know, because I don't like spending a hundred million dollars on a DH only. Yeah, if if what they tried with Buxton this last year is to get him to bat but not play the field, and that didn't work out because he still ended up injured and he only hit. Yeah, because some guys are not wired for that DH. So going to first, boy, I doubt it. But the other options are not good. You know, cut them, release them, whatever. You're still writing a check. You still have maybe so take money because you you see a lot of players at this with the trade deal is we'll trade you him and we'll still pay fifty percent of the salary or sixty percent of the salary. So you're not fully getting rid of it, but you're freeing up. You have to work something like that. It will be interesting. A lot of, and that'll all be, you know, once. Andy, the World Series ends. You know, the season the season ends. We'll get the awards all taken care of and everything else, the MVP, the Cy Young, all these things. Uh, Gold Glove winners will be announced uh, yep. you know, here next week, I believe. And then you get into the hot stove when all this stuff gets talked about and um, and teams now are on the clock for spring training, which comes around already yeah. in February. So lots of decisions to make, lots of things to do. And Buxton, I think, will be uh, a lot of talk about what to do, what – a lot of baseball going on in Europe right now. Um, if you're like me, every now and then peek on YouTube if you look it up. Australian baseball, Korean baseball, if you just can't get enough of it, there's baseball out there to watch. Except the fall leagues, you find I'm sure there's an app out there or a streamer service somewhere you can find it to watch if you want to. And congratulations, by the way, to the, to the Twin Cities Fall League. The Voyagers went undefeated in amateur fall baseball this year for the Twin nice. Cities League. Undefeated. In a tough, tough league to finish first. Congrats to them. Uh, that fall season now has wrapped up as well. All right, everyone, have a good week. And we'll be in touch next week. See you.